You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, February 7th. Here we go. Your boy starting to percolate in college hoops. 3-1 and one last night. I'll take it. 2-0 uh, and oh on Monday. Been on a bit of a heater. There was that ugly Saturday early in January where I was 0-5-1. Outside of that day, it's been a banger of a 2024 in college basketball. Yes, I'm watching some of the games. Yes, Texas let me down. But it's like I've got free time now. I really do have some more free time now. The football's freed up a lot of it. Uh, but we get back on the football track today with an awesome interview with a gambling machine. It's crazy. He is one of the most prolific prof, prop bettors in on the in the NFL space. Like that's written about. The Washington Post wrote about it uh, many moons ago. And Rufus Peabody returns to the podcast, folks. I'm just gonna say, I know sometimes people will listen to this while they're driving or at the two speed, so you kind of speed it up. I'm just saying, there's a lot of actionable info here. Um, he gives some of the bets he's made, he some strategies that he has in regard to some of the prop bets. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. Let's just jump right into it. Let's welcome in Rufus Peabody, gambler extraordinaire, to talk about Super Bowl and prop bets. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, Rufus Peabody. You know him. Uh, he was featured in the Washington Post many moons ago as like the definitive prop bet gambler for the Super Bowl. He's been on the pod before. Rufus, how are you, man? Man, that, that was so long ago, Jason. That was literally like 2011. So it's it's... Amazing to think it's been 13 whole years. Wow, yeah, 2011. Now, a lot's changed in the prop bet world since a then, lot. right? Yes, it's the, the ecosystem is completely different at this point. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a layup for you. 
Are you wagering on any Taylor Swift props? And if so, are you leaning toward all? I know you're one of these like smart prop bettors where you could just see value if it's negative 1,000 and you'll just lay the lumber. <laughs> but um, are you doing anything on any Taylor Swift prop bets? Uh, I'm not planning on it. They don't offer those here at Legal Bets in the U.S. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't I don't even know what any of them are. I heard there was a prop bet on whether Travis Kelsey will propose to her during the game. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a value on the no there. Yeah. Like it was like minus 230 on the no or something crazy like that. Yeah, but yeah. That... At the same time, celebrities are notoriously difficult to predict, at least them doing sort of, yeah. quote, normal things. Wait, so like, um, for instance, one of them is uh, who is shown first during the national anthem, like Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey or, or Jason Kelsey, who's going to be there, obviously. Um, you're saying you can't bet on that legally in the United States. That's only an right. offshore thing. Exactly. And you'd have I to guess, have gaming boards approving that kind of thing. In and, Nevada, for, for example, in Nevada, the event has to be decided on the field and it needs to be discernible from like the play-by-play i think that's the rule there so you can't bet on the color of gatorade dumped on the winning head coach or anything like that um all right so first of all let's go start here the last time we spoke was like in october and you were running into some issues with the usual trolls on the internet i am just curious how did the season go for you from a betting perspective sides totals props whatever halves whatever you did uh which season and we're talking about football? Yeah. So I, I don't bet NFL sides and totals anymore, full game sides and totals. Totally off? Totally don't. Holy cow. And I'm assuming you're doing that, be- or you're not doing that because you just cannot find an edge at all? Well, it's also, it's not worth the the time and effort to spend on it. So there there are what? No, there, there are 270-something regular season NFL games, Yeah. Um, whereas there are... 270 college basketball games in one week like <laughs> yes. if you think about where where the where where well, what is the best return on time spent like yeah if you know i still have the massey peabody uh yeah rating system and and i think it's still i still think it's solid but i don't think that um it it doesn't have the alpha it used to because the market's come a long way and and i think just the amount of effort to to required to beat NFL sides and totals is just is is very high. And yeah. so um I can only do so many things, Jason. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. So let me ask about Massey Peabody. So you said it used it doesn't have the alpha it used to. Um what do you think has changed um in the last, I don't know, five, six years or whatever time frame to make it so that it doesn't have the alpha anymore? Well, I think we haven't we haven't put as much time and effort into um improving the system. Because I think if if you're not continuously improving, you keep falling behind mm-hmm. as markets get more and more efficient. And I think a big thing is there's more data publicly available out there, um, and there's better data out there now. There's you know the tracking data. Um, you have things like Pro Football Focus with grades and and uh, on plays. You have people charting stuff. I mean, this we're we're far cry from the from the time when having play by play was thought of as having really great data. So don't you think, though, that the more data we have through Pro Football Focus and everyone else, that it would help gamblers? Or are you saying it's hurting them? It helps them everybody. And- it oh. helps. So it helps everybody. If everybody has all the data, then the, then the market becomes more efficient. Sports where there's data that's less accessible and you have to grind pretty hard to get it, that's kind of, there's more of an edge to that. So mm. the more, because the thing is, sure, yes, we can quantify these things way better, but so can everybody. 
Right. Interesting. So what is, if you don't mind me asking, what does Massey Peabody say about Niners, um, Chiefs, side in total? Um, We make, we don't do totals, but we make uh, Niners just less than a four-point favorite. Four? (laughs) Okay, so that gets to the crux of the big problem here. Not just Massey Peabody, but continue. Oh, you're going to say the the Patrick Mahomes playoff? Yeah, I mean, right? Is that not accurate? I mean, the Niners over the course of the body of 17 games were the best team in the league. You know, Raiders, Ravens were really good. Seven the Ravens, yeah. But all of a sudden in the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes has turned into uh, an efficiency machine. He's not uh, throwing interceptions, no fumbles, and the receivers are catching everything where they dropped during the regular season. You can't quantify that, right? It's just that things are different, but it's a sample size effect. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, they're, that's part of it, sure. But I think, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is playing at a very, very high level. The team has gotten better as the season goes on. And and you do rate, weight more recent performance more heavily, at least we do. So I, I do think um, the Chiefs have closed that gap substantially. But they, you're right, they were not the Chiefs were used to, especially on offense early in the season. It's kind of funny. They kind of flipped around. Like they're a team that's had a bad defense for years. It was the defense that carried them early in the season. Yeah, it, it's a weird... I, I don't know. I mean, I, you're going to hate this, but, you know, I think every single person I've asked, whether it's at Fox, on this podcast, friends, uh, I coach my kids in sports and I like talk to the referees. Everybody, Rufus, is on the Chiefs. And yet you talk before, to the referees. You, you, do you know that game, I was a well, listen, Rufus, I, I was I a I was a youth. I, I refereed youth soccer. So did I. I. I, umpired, I umpired Little League Baseball. And those were like the best jobs ever. Like yeah. as a kid, is it is it like as a what? I guess I started like 13 to 18 year old, yeah. like, you know, what's better than that? It was amazing. Um, but of course, you know, I have a podcast, I'm on a TV show. So the referees kind of know me and they're like, Hey, I saw your Rams take you fool. You know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's all fun and games. But Rufus, the point is every single person that I've talked to is on the chiefs, every yeah, single but, one. And okay. yet the yeah, Niners average, are favored. Yeah. I have, I have no opinion there. I really don't. Like, I think, I'm I'm not gonna have a bet on the side. I'm really not. Well, why wouldn't you do? What about a money line bet? Is there no nothing there for you? Niners Niners money line minus one. I don't know one twenty eight. Is it? No, I mean I think look the the Super Bowl side market is a very big, very liquid market. Um, it's I think I'm gonna attack markets that are a little less liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, and ones that are I mean some of them actually get fairly liquid, but ones where they, they tend to be a little more biased. Yeah. So, so for instance, uh, guys coming into the Super Bowl uh, this week, you know, uh, Mr. Big Whale from Texas, he can't get down $400,000 on a Kansas basketball game, right? Or Kenny, I don't know, in Vegas. But if he wants to bet $400,000 on the side, oh, yeah. all the casinos will take his money, right? Yeah. For the Super Bowl, if, if they don't, they're idiots. Right. So I guess my question would be if – if you don't want to do a side or total, are you changing your view on props or is that still the same? You, you're still going heavy on, on props. Well, I'm still heavy on props here. And, and the thing is with the props, I'm assuming the market's correct for the side and the total. I'm assuming the game is a minus two forty seven and a half. If that's what it, you know, that's what it was right um, earlier today. I don't know if it might've moved, but, uh, and so, when you sort of ask and people ask me, well, are you looking at sort of these different narratives that could play out or these different game scripts? Like, like what, what are, 
I'm looking at the, the a, a wide range of them. Basically, all what are the different possible game scripts that can play out with the two point favorite and a total of forty seven and a half? Right? Uh, There's yeah. a possibility that both teams blow out the other. It's more likely it's a close game. Mm-hmm. I remember. I think it was you who, when the Rams played the Patriots, there was a bet on no touchdown. And I, I don't. Was that you? Uh, I was one of the people that had that. Okay. So it's, I mean, it was, that would have been, would that have been your greatest hit ever? No touchdown in a Super Bowl? You would have probably be retired. You wouldn't be doing podcasts right now, right? No, I think, I mean, well, we hit Rams to have exactly three points at like a gazillion to one. So that was wow. good. Okay. All right. But, so, you know, the audience, Rufus, is clearly like, all right, come on. There's got to be something, something you see. And now, listen, I get it. Your $500,000 bets, you're not going to give them out on a podcast. That being said, can you at least talk us through some stuff that you found interesting in your data that you maybe have seen mispriced, even if it's been corrected since then? Um, you know, I, so honestly, Jason, you said earlier that things have changed a lot in props, and they have. And I think this is one of the big changes is we're not betting stuff early. We're betting stuff late now. Ooh. But back in the day, what we did was we basically raced other professional betting groups to betting these opening lines. So when the win would come out with, will there be a roughing the passer penalty? Mm -hmm. And I can bet no at minus 115. We wanted to be first there to bet it and be able to bet it and bet it and bet it until it moved all the way to minus 200. Um, That's where there was a lot of value because these books were not setting uh, odds on these props. They weren't offering these props every week. It was sort of a once a year type thing. But now with legalization, you have DraftKings, you have FanDuel, Caesars, et cetera, offering like a wide array, a wide array of props every single week. And so they get that feedback. They're not idiots, at least mostly. Um, so they, they have an idea. They have an idea of how to price those. So a lot of these game props where there used to be value just by building, like I could build an algorithm and I, f- I find value. I mean, they figured out how to build the algorithms too. So, so basically there isn't this amazing gravy train when openers come out because Mm. um, books have an idea what they're doing. So, but because I will say the market has expanded though. And so you can actually get down a lot more um, the weekend of the Super Bowl than you could in the past. And what you do have is the public betting on overs and betting on things to happen. And so there's oftentimes big opportunities sort of fading the superstars and getting um, higher limits and really inflated numbers um, on Super Bowl Sunday, like two years ago, in every year, it, it's hard to predict exactly which one, which prop is going to really steam hard uh, one direction. Um, I mean, I anticipate there'll be a lot of value betting against Travis Kelsey to do things, betting against Christian McCaffrey, because those are the stars, those are the narratives. Um, same with Mahomes. But every year there's there's... You know, there's maybe one guy that I expect will have a lot of value betting against, and we don't end up having it. But like, I still remember two years ago, you had Cooper Cup receiving yards mm-hmm. prop move all the way from like 90 and a half yards up, and I remember getting 112 and a half like at MGM on game day. Like, if you, like that lasted for you know five minutes before yeah. someone bets it, and then you know, but it, it ended up closing, you know, consensus in the range of like 106 to 110. Okay. Like, so. You, you do see these overreactions and, and la- well, two weeks ago, Lamar Jackson, um, I guess this is against Houston. His rushing yards prop was lined at in the mid forties. Yeah. He had a big game, 110 yards rushing. 
that line steamed all the way up the next week. His rushing yards prop against uh, the Chiefs steamed all the way up to 69 yards, way under. just based on one week of data. So, so these markets hmm. do overreact. And so I think... Uh, and the other, well, the last piece of this equation, Jason, is I do think that the Super Bowl being in Vegas does have an impact here. Um, not on the actual gameplay, but uh, just on the on on the prop betting. And I think we're going to see a lot more recreational bets uh, coming in in the state of Nevada. I mean, because first off, normally the, Vegas is a destination for the Super Bowl, even yeah. when the Super Bowl is not here. People love coming out here for the Super Bowl, partying, um, drinking betting you have that times a lot now um with the game actually being here and you know you i mean i was just over on radio row it's a bit of a there's there's it's a circus already and i anticipate we're just going to see a lot more um a lot more bets from square recreational players which could move those lines like you know for even further from where they should be. Are we? Because, are we gonna, is it safe to call them that dumb money, Rufus, or no? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 money that's looking to have fun. Like <laughs> I think, like look, sports betting. It doesn't mean they're dumb people or anything. Yeah. Sports betting's entertainment. Entertainment, right? And, yeah, I'm I'm look, betting. For I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, like it's not fun to root against a safety happening because you know, <laughs> like it's not fun to lay minus a thousand on something and just be like, I really hope this doesn't happen. It's a lot more fun to root for things to happen. And yes. so people get their entertainment dollar doing that. But it means that, but they're predictably irrational in doing so. Irrational in terms of maximizing um, their expected value betting, maybe not in terms of maximizing their entertainment. And so that creates opportunities mm. um, if you know if you know where to look for them. So fading the public. So I just looked up what Cup did in the Super Bowl. I remember he was MVP of the Super Bowl. I'm like, he, oh, he had a massive still went under, I believe, right? 92 yards. Yeah. So if you, you bet go. it, well, I think you said it went all the way up. So it sounds like only if you bet it early, you hit it. If you got On the over, I th yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you lost. And I would assume a lot of the random recreational guys lost on that. I would think almost everybody. I think it, I think it, I don't actually remember if it was ever 92. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it in the mid to high 90s um, most of the week before. Okay, so playing that game, and, and again, it's fading the public. Can I say that? Yeah. Or I know you got you and Jeff hate that on your podcast. Well, it, it's, right? but in this particular case, yes, I think you can say that. Because, okay. Because um, this is, the, the Super, Super Bowl props are a rare exception where you'll have times where the closing line is less efficient than the opening line. Normally, nor, normally the closing line is the best predictor of what's going to happen. But... You have so much money, so much recreational money relative to sharp money coming in. And books, in these cases, actually, especially in Nevada, less so um, less so the sort of national sports books, but you know, they don't want a ton of liability on one thing. They're gonna move, they're gonna move their their prices. You know, they don't want to lose five hundred thousand dollars if Kelsey has, you know, eight receptions or something like that. They're gonna move that price to try to draw some action on the unders if they're getting a ton of overaction. And the books end up rooting for the same thing I'm rooting for. That's the funny thing. I'm betting against them, but they hope I win. Yes, exactly. Because the recreational money is so overwhelming. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. 
ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. The line opened with San Francisco as a short favorite in the rematch from uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Very excited. If you listen to the pod, you know which way I'm leaning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight. Fire. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code straight fire. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467- 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Using that strategy, I'm looking at, uh, I guess you would think, okay, it's time to fade Christian McCaffrey and it's time to fade Kelsey. So here's an interesting one. Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards. Somebody told me, oh, oh, I love McCaffrey receiving yards. It was a 32 and a half. I see it now 35 and a half. I'm wait, just. Wait. I, wait. Continue on, to wait. Okay. Yep. You bet overs early, bet unders late. 
So Christian McCaffrey against the Packers, seven catches for 30 yards, four for 42 against the Lions. You look up and down, sure, he's had a couple over 30, but it looks like the majority of them, 25, 27, 9, 27. So you're like an under for McCaffrey, but that's not exciting. Like, oh, I don't want McCaffrey to gain yards. Um, other than McCaffrey and Kelsey, do, does that apply to Rasheed Rice, Debo Samuel, Ayuk, or or no? If you see, if you see, if you see a number go like 10 yards up, like let's say a guy goes from 58 and a half to 68 and a half, I can guarantee that under 68 and a half is going to be good. So just, just look at the movement. If you're tracking that and there aren't a lot of, I, I don't think there's an easy way to track prop odds at everywhere, but if you take a look at it, it where lines are moving, um, especially, and this does not apply to think like, this does not apply to betting overs. If you see somebody, if you see a, a number for someone go down from 32 and a half down to 25 and a half, it probably was a mispriced line. Okay. But if you see it go up from 25 and a half to 32 and a half, I would say the under 32 and a half is probably good value uh, with the caveat that unless that line move was right when, pro- when the openers came out. So I'm, I'm more talking about the line movement you see this weekend, because let's face it. Who's betting, like, what recreational better is betting on the Super Bowl, you know, 10 days before it starts? No, it's not happening. It's no, that's not happening. That's the, you, the action then is people like sharp betters or people who think they're sharp. Um, and, and so those line movements are going to tend to be a little bit more, um, more predictive. But the line move, line movement you see Sunday morning, Saturday night, like, th- things can take on a life of their own. Yeah. Okay, so this is good, actionable info. However, I'm sure there's people out there listening who are saying, well, where, where can I track where McCaffrey opened at for rushing yards? Is nobody tracking I don't, I don't care where I don't care where he opened. I care about where it's going like it, on the, the weekend of. Like right. that's, what, that's what you should take a look at. But, right, like, but I'm saying like let's say he opened rushing yards, I don't know, 85, and now you go this weekend and it's 97. Um, you're, you're saying you definitely want the un- – you want to try oh, yeah. to time the market. Is that fair to say or no? Are you – I mean, for us, it's, it's a, it's yes. Uh, but it's difficult given the fact that we're also trying to bet a lot of money. We're trying to have over $2 million in action. And so it takes time. It takes a lot of pressing of buttons and going into casino counters to do that. And so if we just said, okay, let's pull the trigger now. It's an hour before game time. We're not going to be able to get enough down. No. And so we're going to be betting all weekend. Wow. And, and we're also, these aren't, you know, all our bets are not fading of the public. There's a lot of other things we're going to be betting. Um, a lot of not sexy bets, to be honest. Like we'll give, have give, bets. Give that, me a not, not you know, sexy like one. Player X to not score two touchdowns, <laughs> laying like minus eight hundred, right? <laughs> so you know that's <laughs> it, that's not a that's not a fun bet, but um, there can be some value on that, and and you have to tie up a lot of money there. But um, you know that those are the types of bets where if we have we kind of wait. And if we have some leftover money that we aren't able to get down on other things, or we don't see enough value in other things, we can always pour it into those. Okay. So I would say 99.9% of this audience is not trying to get down one to $2 million. How, how can you just, you know, you don't have to be specific, but like vagaries, uh, you have 10 people in your group with backpacks, five others sitting at computers. How does that even work? Uh, There'll be, let's see, one, two, there'll be five of us. One of us will not be in Vegas. The rest will be in Vegas. It's, it's a logistical operation. We'll be, you know, one guy's going to have the South Point and stations um, and hitting those casinos, most likely. You know, another person will be doing stuff on the strip. Um, I'll be at my condo. 
uh, hitting apps um, and maybe going to like Westgate, you know, the, the, it's it, honestly like at some point, one of us will run to Arizona to get down on some of the places we can't in Vegas. That's interesting. It, it's, 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 it's a logistical nightmare to be honest, but it's, it's fun. Nonetheless. And are, I'm assuming these are guys you've worked with for many, many years. It's not like you're, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's exciting. So at, at if this you want point, go ahead, if you want actionable info though, I would say props that you should target that a recreational better should target. I would say are ones that are not offered by the sports book every single week. So they don't have as much to go off of. They don't have as much experience pricing them. Um, they're not, they don't have a, as huge advantage. And think, oh, you have to remember with a lot of this stuff, like they're pricing so many props, they're not going that in depth on each of them. Mm -hmm. If you go in, in depth on something and notice some tendency in, in a particular team, um, you can find some value there. So, for example, there's a bet. I, there's a bet on whether a team will come back from a double-digit deficit to win the game, and that's going to be priced based off of the spread in the total. Um, but I think a good argument could be made that. Patrick Mahomes is much more likely, and the Chiefs are much more likely to come back from a double-digit deficit to win than your typical two-point underdog with the total of 47 and a half. Fair. So if you can find sort of exceptions to rules, um, that that's another area that you can find some value. Um, for instance, uh, I know you guys are hammering away at, at certain bets. If a random guy is firing, I don't know, a, a, a grand on longest field goal that obviously doesn't set off any red flag Super Bowl week, but it might no. like week fourteen, right? Right, right. Actually, this is a great week. It's a week where props do not look like sharp action necessarily at all. In fact, props have become they went from something that you really didn't want to bet a lot of because it flagged your account um, and you you could get limited more easily. To especially for the Super Bowl, like what everybody's betting. Yeah. Um. I've had some success the last two off seasons with alternate win totals, but I haven't, uh, uh, I haven't looked at alternate like lines. Do you, you said at the very outset, yeah, maybe one of the teams blows the other one out. Like I think the chiefs have maybe four losses by eight points in the last like four years combined. Some insane number um, is an alt line. Anything you'd look at here where one team runs away and hides. So first off, um, my site, Jason, Unabated Sports, yes. has a has a tool that give that lets you price alt lines based off of what the spread is. So um if you believe that but if you believe there's some exception that, that the distribution is gonna be different in this game based on these particular teams, this that's not gonna give you that, but this will at least give you your starting point um with with how the math should price it. So, you know, I do look at alt alt lines. I, I I personally don't go into the sort of narratives of thinking like, oh, this team is gonna this this game is somehow going to be different, but um, you know I rely on the math. There are, there isn't usually much value on that stuff. I I found some value in different years on alternate totals, like mm -hmm. specifically mostly unders, like under thirty two and a half points for the game or something like that. Mm. I haven't looked into that this year, but um, you know people don't think you're going to have a thirteen to three Super Bowl. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it's just such but, an outlier. Nobody could possibly predict it. Um, what about uh, this is MVP? Does that ever get on you guys' radar? Or you just don't give it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, we've we've bet that. I remember we had Damian Williams. Actually, this was oh. the last the last Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, which was what three years four years ago. ago. Yeah, holy four or three. I don't remember. Was this this was the last one before the pandemic, right? Right. It was like a month before it happened or two months. I, oh, I remember we had the limo pick us up after the Super Bowl party. It was yeah, it was a fun time. 
But we had Damian Williams, and I, I thought he should have won it there, right? He, he, had, he had that long touchdown run. Yeah, yeah, he had two touchdowns and a long touchdown run, 100 rushing yards. Um, but Mahomes won it. It's yeah, and like, I don't think a running back has won it in Terrell Davis. It's been I, I feel like it was someone in the 2000s, but like it's been a while. Hmm. Um. So you know anything on envy? I mean, do you go super exotic and try like George Karlaftis three three sacks? He's going to win MVP. Like any uh, chance of that? I, you know, I haven't done that. I haven't bet any MVP tickets yet this year. But it is interesting to kind of come up with narratives and stories where you could see one of these things happening. But one thing that I didn't really know beforehand that I've since learned is that a lot of the MVP voting does not take place um, after the game. Like people put in their things before, like before the game's over on occasion. And so, um, or, or I was told this. So, Damian Williams getting that like touchdown to put the game away isn't actually like didn't matter, <laughs> right? And so, oh man. But there are every once in a while guys that win it that you know from odd positions like Dexter ja- was it Dexter Jackson for the Bucks back That's in right, the Bucks, yeah. Raiders Super Bowl. Good call. Yeah, I forgot about that. He was like a, a cornerback or safety for the Bucks, yeah. What and, Malcolm um what's his face from the Seahawks? Oh yeah, yeah. Malcolm hmm. Butler. Right? But Butler uh no no wait, was it Butler? I thought it was a linebacker, Malcolm. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry. I was thinking okay, against think, the Broncos. I'm thinking yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but so often it's the quarterback. I mean, think about um, think about the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl. James White had a That's gazillion, right. like had a huge game. I think we had some James White tickets to win the MVP, and of course Brady gets it. So. Yeah, right. but I think part of it's is is name recognition. I think it's going to be a lot harder for another player to get it if over Mahomes, if uh, if the Chiefs win, but. Or over Brady, you know, when Brady was playing with Purdy, that's not the case. I yes, think. yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, so I maybe agree. maybe that's the angle. I like. I'm not. I'm right now. I'm not talking as someone that knows what they're talking about quantitatively <laughs> here. This is just. This is just me bullshitting. But winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com. use the tire decision guide to get personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years mobile tire installations available all over the country have you heard about this they bring new tires to your home or work install them on site game changer Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody's discounting Purdy because he's the last pick in the draft. He's not good. He's a he's basically a bus driver for all these superstars. And I'm just telling you, the media sees him that way. They're not going to vote him MVP. Honestly, he could have three I mean, touchdown plays, passes, 300 yards. No, I and, think I think I think he's still the quarterback. If he's the quarterback of the Super Bowl champs and he has a good game, he probably wins it. But if if someone has a better game, then I think they could win it. Versus with the Chiefs. If someone has a better game than Mahomes, Mahomes probably still wins it. Yeah. It's got to be, it has to be like, think of this as like a replay review, right? Like, like what's the burden of proof? The bur- <laughs> How much better does somebody have to be than Mahomes for Mahomes to not win it? Okay. And that is a huge amount. So Whereas here, with Purdy, yep. it's got to be, you know, it's like, oh, if someone was a little better than Purdy, they, they might win it. So you mentioned the Rams 13-3 Super Bowl. Do you know who the MVP was in that game? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had to look it up. So Julian Edelman, 10 for 141. Didn't even have him? a touchdown. Julian he, he, Edelman. He, he he was MVP? Yeah. What was Brady's stat line? I, 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 I'm not seeing it here, but it, uh, that's one of the weaker MVP. And, and I work with Edelman. I'm not knocking him. But I'm just saying like 10 for 141, no touchdowns? Really? I could see. That's why I, I mean, see t- like wait, a 10 defense. for 141 is a huge game. You're just saying because, I mean, because he didn't score a touchdown. The team only scored one touchdown. Yeah. They, it was yeah right 13, right so I mean there there weren't a lot of touchdowns to go around it wasn't like and 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 who had that touchdown I'm guessing Brady it wasn't Brady I think it was a running back it was Sony Michelle Sony Michelle yeah Sony Michelle on 18 carries 94 yards and a touchdown Brady 21 for 35 262 no touchdowns one interception so I mean the, it's hard like yeah. that I don't think you can get yeah. The last you have no touchdowns in a pick you can't get MVP I'm sorry yeah the last offensive MVP 
who did not score a touchdown before Edelman was to have Dion Branch of the Patriots, 11 ah. for 133. So like this was, and this was before Brady was Brady, right? Before he, well, this is back before he was a superstar yeah. when he was like well, more of had, the game manager. He had won two MVPs of the Super Bowl. Uh, he, he had one with 145 yards passing. Wow. But low scoring oh, really? Super Bowls. I, I just, I wonder if a defensive player could steal it. Like Chris Jones, uh, Carl Laftis is like 16,000 to one or something. Plus 16,000. Insane number. Um, yeah, I'll take anything at 16,000. I'll take the sun not rising tomorrow at 16,000. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Although, like, no, but if it wins, actually, I won't because if it wins, then we're all dead. We're all dead. Yes, black. yes. Wow. Very, very uh, macabre turn there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, I, I don't know. What about like safety? Is there anything there for you or like five or more field goals made? Is it, I, don't, I don't know. Just something the audience can piggyback on and feel like we're all in it together. Don't bet on the safety. In general, the big, the big, the big plus money things, the lottery ticket type things, um, not going to be great value. The multi-way markets typically are not great value, but just because there is, there's so much over round and that, that includes the MVP market. Um, but you see some props that are like, what's the margin of victory? You know, uh, chiefs one to three chiefs four to seven, you know, things like that. Yeah. Stay away completely. So stay you're better away. off if you want to bet on something like that. If you if you're like, oh, I think the Chiefs are going to win by a lot. Find an alternate point spread. Don't go for one of these little categories because they just take so much juice out. And and whereas the Super Bowl MVPs are a harder market to price. And I think you know you could make an argument that a certain narrative isn't being priced properly. Mm-hmm. Like pricing just the distribution of points scored in a game is not that not that difficult. Um. There was one other one besides the safety eye for. Oh, will there be overtime? Is that asinine? There was almost overtime last year. There was, yeah, there was what the first overtime ever was the Patriots Falcons, right? Yes. First Super Bowl, there was overtime. Uh, let me guess, you had that. No. Oh, wow. Did not. Um, Rare but, whiff by you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I mean, we, we, we bet the no safety every year, and there was a four year period where there were three safeties, and two of them were the first score. And wow. at that point, like, like we have, we had bets on like first score to be touchdown um, rather than field goal. And weren't even really considering the possibility of a safety because the safety for the first score of a game happens in like 0.1 or 0.2% of games or something insanely small. Do you remember those games, by the way? I, 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 I vividly remember both of those safeties. Was one over the snap over Peyton's head? Yep. Okay. The other one was maybe the, maybe the the least. Well, I, I've never seen an intentional grounding called on a ball thrown forty yards down the middle of the field. Wow! It I was don't, Brady I don't... Brady intentional grounding against who? The Giants? Um, it would have been against the Giants, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I don't remember that one. But then again, when I was in my 20s, I was like, you know, actually partying at Super Bowls and not like um, <laughs> not like gambling. I mean, you you couldn't unless you lived in Vegas. There was no like online gambling in like, you know, 2005. Oh, there was plenty of online gambling offshore, but it wasn't as well known. Oh, so you, that's how long you've been doing the offshore action? No, not me. I mean, I in 2005, I was what? A freshman in college, so fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, this is good stuff as usual, Rufus. Good luck with the uh, bets and you know the two million dollars you guys have in play. Um, by the way, you also opened by saying you know football's not. You just you're kind of out on it gambling. What are your we'll, top three? I know golf is one of them, and it sounds like college hoops is another. We'll have more bet on college basketball on Saturday than we will on the NF- on the Super Bowl. On no Sunday. way. Yeah. Really. Really. 
Now, are you doing those obscure games like Maryland Eastern Shore and crap like that? We're doing all of them. Dang. We're doing the big ones, the small ones. There's just so many freaking games. I know you. There's and Jeff- 150 yeah. college basketball games to bet on on a Saturday. Okay, I know you and Jeff uh, have had like a back and forth for years. I haven't listened to the P- Confession. I haven't listened to the pod lately, but oh, a, I know I, I don't for listen years, about. I don't listen to it either. So I, I know you guys had a back and forth about guys who sell picks and blah blah blah. And um, Adam Turnoff's come on the pod before, and I like him, and you know he does the all right angle sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought about posting your college hoops picks anywhere for people or do they move so instantly? I'm, you know, I have a lot of respect for people, some people like, like Adam Chernoff and right angle sports. And and I understand their decision to sell picks. Um, It's not personally a decision I agree with. And it's not, it's not an avenue that I would, it's not something I would do, but you know, to each their own, right. That's it. It's completely their, their choice. And um, for me, I can make, I think I can make a lot more betting those picks than I can selling. Right. Because as soon as you lay the lumber on, you know, DePaul plus 20, it's going to move to plus 18 or whatever. Right. Right. And then you also put that information out in the market, what you're on. And, um, but it's, it's just not a route I want to go down. That's all personal Mm -hmm. decision. Yeah. I'm the idiot. Um, I've had a good run on college hoops. I do not have anything like you, uh, but I just post them on Instagram stories and I keep hearing from people. Um, you know, it's it's had it's been a good, you know, eight, nine week run, but you're doing it like, are you doing every night? Oh yeah. Oh my it's, gosh. It's a grind. I mean, it's it's not just me. It's in, in fact, I'm I'm the one in our group that's doing the least on it. Um I'm they're having to go through injuries for every single game every single day. I mean, I see we have this interface here with all our games. And our numbers and what the spread is, and basically what our true price is after factoring the market number. And you know, I see like BYU, U Oklahoma. We have a little flag here saying BYU missing starting center. He's a plus defensive player. Like mm-hmm. Kansas State missing, or no, Kent State, Western Michigan. Kent State's missing bench production. Western Michigan is missing a significant contributor, um, starting and a starting point guard. And they played slower without um, without the starting point guard. So like there's there's all, like there's the quantitative stuff and then there's this qualitative stuff on top of it too to put our numbers in perspective and realize where we might be a little bit off and so that takes a lot of time especially on the college basketball slate on Saturday where you have 150 games you know that's a lot of that's done Friday night but then it takes literally all day trading to get down on all these like mm. we go through betting partners and things like that it's you know it, it's an ordeal um, so i and- it's 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 definitely been worth it, but it's I think we're all going to be a little bit relieved when the season's over. Yeah, that's how I feel about NFL. But but I got to ask these guys who are getting all this stuff on BYU Oklahoma. I mean, wh- what kind of life do they have? Are they like twenty one year old kids? Like you can't be like a grown up with a family and grinding in that depth on BYU Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, you can <laughs> if it's your job, you can. Oh, so these guys don't have jobs; they're full time. Oh, wh- wh- co- yeah. oh, what do you mean, these guys? Your group. Oh yeah, no, we're all full time betting. Hmm. No, I, I guess at that point you gotta it got to right. I mean, I mean, a, a like job, don't have a yeah. job, don't go into an office, don't you just straight well, this up is our gambling. job. Yeah. We have off, you know, we have offices. What you, you're a working spaces and stuff like that. No, I mean like, oh, like a WeWork spot or something. Yeah, things like that. Huh. Nice. Like, this is. This is not a hobby. For, this is not a hobby for us. No, this not for you. I, I didn't know you had a group but, but, of guys who were oh, like you. Holy cow! Well, we, we, I mean, it, it takes. I mean, I can't do this all on my own. It takes. It takes a, 
a village, right? I mean, to, to run this, this operation, it's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of, I mean, like my partner who actually is more responsible, like he's, he's, he's the one that built the college basketball framework that we use. Um, I've, you know, I'm a minor contributor there in terms of helping build the projections, but it's his, I feel like it's his baby. And, and he's, you know, Oh, he was a developer for Microsoft for 11 years. He's oh, got geez. his, his skills are incredible. Like his skill set is incredible. And it's so it's perfectly complementary to mine because he's not a stats background. Um, and I'm not a development background, but th those kind of skills work so well together. Yeah. And then we have, then we have, we have to trade the stuff too. And so like, we have to manage relationships with a bunch of different betting partners. And my brother is runs that and basically keeps the train running every day on, on, on all that stuff. And so <laughs> like, and then, I mean, at the end of, we have to do figures for about like, it feels like a gazillion different um, accounts and people we have to settle up with each week. And it's, it's a, it's a massive operation. I mean, Man. a massive amount of work, I should say. Yeah. So it sounds, I mean, it sounds kind of fun, but it's a, a ton of work, you know? I mean, if, maybe if you're at the tip top, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. And but, there are no days, and there aren't days off either during college basketball season. Like, it, it's, if someone wants to take, like, a Friday afternoon off, like, it's, you know, more work falls on the other, you know, falls on the rest of us or, you know, and occasionally that does happen. I mean, everybody needs some breaks, but um, we don't really get a lot of them. Oh man, uh, you know uh, what about like having a family and kids and all that stuff? It's just that's that's a tall order. Well, my brother and I are the only ones in our uh, you know in our operation that are not married. Oh, so holy cow! You can, I like this man. It sounds fun. Uh, if you need an investor who could just put money in and not have to do any work, uh, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the problem the problem is we we were up against betting limits, and so it would be it would be easier if we were trying to bet less money. Yeah. Oh, these are good so problems. Unfortunately, to have. not looking for investors. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm sure after but, the football season, you'll be taking a really nice trip, private jet to some island that you rented out. Um, it sounds like fun, man. Congrats on all your success, and uh, thanks for taking the time uh, during Super Bowl week. I appreciate it, Jason. Thanks as always. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're gonna dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.